Hey there, and welcome to day 173 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast with a matching YouTube channel titled Just the Same. Hey, a little bit congested, you guys. I actually am just fevered like crazy. I went home at four today because I'm just absolutely, you know, teeth chattering feverish. So I'm hopeful that this hair will go away. But I took my little NyQuil to tell you guys my vice. <laughs> and I'll read this out. And really, I am just flat going to go to bed super early tonight. So with that, um, I wanted to reach out with a piece that's called Higher Than a Kite. And so it begins. What is going on? I pulled the car charger out of the jack and plugged it in again. I turned my phone on. Nothing. Other button. Nothing. Press it longer. Nothing. Longer. Nothing. Volume buttons. Anything. Nothing. The phone screen set dark, glossy, and black in front of me. I speak in ten minutes. Ten minutes. As I panic like nothing to lose, the cars start arriving around me, pulling into the drive one by one. People are parking and walking into the center. One more time. Nothing. Are you sure? Nothing. Now? Nothing. Black. Midnight black, color crayon black, day-old coffee black, me, a black screen, and nothing to read aloud now. All me, five minutes, all you. I knew what he was asking of me, and I flat wanted to die. Seriously. Seriously. I contemplated running back to the sound station to see if I could borrow somebody's iPad to read from instead. I could. I just wasn't supposed to. I knew just what he wanted me to speak to these people. I couldn't. Tears were building in my eyes just at the thought of it. I wanted to run from what he was telling me. Any story. Any story. Like any story. Just not that one. I walked the steps and grabbed the microphone and prayed that he would give me the words. I prayed most of it. I remember so little. My eyes were closed, praying down the words through so much of it as my heart paced the floor with looming, humbled stride. I spoke twice as long as I was supposed to, but nobody stopped the fountain, his fountain of living water. I made it. (laughs) I was still breathing. I, quote, woke again to the sound of the applause and two brothers in Christ hugged me as I came up the aisle to return to my seat. Hugging makes my tears fall. Does that happen to everybody? Tears make me more humble and hugs just make me melt. I'm so glad that your phone wasn't working, my friend said to me as I took my seat right next to her after having spoken every raw, unpolished word. I laughed right with her, but it flat wasn't funny. That vulnerability hangover is a very real thing. It takes prisoners. It is no respecter of time. I thought that was hard, but little did I know. That wasn't even the beginning of hard. That he would drown my pride in his deepest stories. Truth, all of it. That his mercy and glory would rise to the surface and save us all. Me too, Lord. More of you, Lord. Less of me. 
I feel like I should share my testimony, her 13 years say, sitting in the passenger seat next to me last Thursday night. Whoa, little car, like, break, break. I think my daughter just said that she is ready to start sharing her testimony. Like, what would you share? I asked, just wondering, all wondering, what God must be pressing right down on her obedient heart. Well, I want to share when I heard his voice, but, she says, reaching for the most polite words, I don't want any of them, especially the adults, to think that somehow I am more spiritual than them, you know? I don't want them to think that I'm special or or that I'm weird, she laughed as I pulled up to the stoplight and sat. You know? You know? (laughs) Story of my life, you know? Mama, do you know? Flat, right out of the very mouth of babes. My babe. I don't want them to think that I'm either more special or that I am weird. That is quite the broad spectrum, special all the way to weird. Middle school, still hands out, the same old lunch. Oh my half son, I know exactly what you mean. It's fear of being the only one, or misunderstood, or thought plum crazy, that will keep you quiet. Baby girl, oh baby girl, you've got to speak right up. Do it. Speak it anyway. How is church? She asked all routine as I sat my keys down right next to me. Let's see. How is church? She asked all routine as I sat my keys down right next to my hump of a work again tomorrow body. Now I remember this because I did. I set my keys down and I flipped over on the sofa (laughs) just at the thought of having to get back to work the next day. Oh, it was good. I pulled over on the way home, though, and spoke with Homeland Security. He was nice. The call was recorded. I said, searching the room over for my laptop. He asked me to send an attachment to him and gave me a web address. So real quick, I've got to email Homeland Security before I forget. Coffee girl laughing. She's laughing. Andrea, (laughs) you do realize that not everybody walks into Home Depot and walks out with a donated piece of property in her stride. And not everybody takes a call from Homeland Security on their way home from church, right? (laughs) I laughed sideways and fell full body over in a heap on her sofa. I know it, I know it. So wouldn't it be even glory to God if I would actually share it? And I can tell you, I can just about tell you that I prayed the whole way there last night on the drive to that group of huddled believers. Father God, Yahweh, please help me to share whatever it is I am to share with this group tonight. Father, just be in my words. I didn't. You guys, I didn't. (laughs) Sitting just to my right were believers right huddled together in three, sharing about a road that ironically they both had lived on. I knew that road. I owned a home on that road. My heart broke on that road. It would break again and again, that broken road. I sat in the awe and the hugest, craziest coincidence, saying absolutely nothing. If you are sitting on the fence right now with Jesus, could I lovingly just boop, push you right off the other side towards him? It's okay. That great guy will catch you. 
If you are hanging out in the pasture of, but this really feels good instead, could I tell you that there is a feeling of higher than a kite that can never be taken away from you, not ever? If you are still watching me and reading me and thinking, I'm almost like, it's almost like she actually worships this guy that she has never seen before. She actually thinks he is real. And you are still reading. There's a very good chance that you believe that he is real already. Here's my big kicker, though. My big worry has been, has been what you might think or what you might feel about yourself based on both the miracles in my life and the tough spots in my life. As you can see, I am very open book about my past and my pain. I care too little what you think of me, but I care everything that you get to know Jesus through my brokenness. I show you my ugly flesh and brokenness because I have one amazing Redeemer, and I flat get to offer him to you all for all my days for freedom. He's free. I am free to free you. But somewhere in an effort to make sure that nobody feels bad, I've kept so many miracles to myself or else I have sugar-coated and downplayed them because I don't want any heart sitting there going, well, so-and-so wasn't miraculously healed. Well, I wasn't provided for like that. Well, I don't hear from him that clearly. Um, My children don't love him like that. Nor have I wanted you to watch my love and faithfulness and wonder, after all of that commitment, how could a loving God put her through all of this? So it keeps me quiet. My heart is for your spiritual win. My life and my love have been an honor. Every ounce of pain, you guys, I'm not kidding. Worth it. God didn't do anything to me that wasn't loving. I promise. He has lovingly prepared things for me since the very beginning and the end. The man is flat for you. He's never against you. That higher than a kite that I've referenced up there, that's joy in all circumstances, followed closely by, I get to witness miracles every day. Higher than a kite over his goodness. Daily miracle. Bam. I get to live that life. That whole up is down and last goes first, could not be more real than our very Jesus himself. Saving righteous people, mm, neat. Loving lovable people, mm, you're cool. But when you get it, friend, when I get to see you truly walk into that Psalm 139 life, and that I've been missing all of this light bulb goes off in your heart and in your head, baby girl, higher than a kite. That's what I live for. That's why I'm teary just saying this to you. That's what I live for. I want that so ding dang much for you. So don't give up on it. Pursue it daily. I live for that, it says. I live to see that moment in you and your children and your children's children. It is there that I walk right into my purpose. It is there that I am free. Jesus, the great protector. Jesus, the great orchestrator. Jesus, the great deliverer. Every nation stand. Jesus, the great love. Jesus, the great giver of life. Jesus, the great physician. Wounded people, 
stand. Jesus, the great redeemer. Jesus, the great reconciler. Jesus, the great healer. Broken people, stand. People in need of freedom. Jesus, see us stand. I love you. Mm, That's not an easy piece. (laughs) I'm sitting here like fevered. (laughs) I've had my NyQuil. Now my nose is running because I'm all teary. And it's that place where I'm like, are you going to be brave enough to just post this cute girl? Yeah, I'm going to be brave enough to just post this. I will publish this for you. Because I, I need you to know to the degree that he comes after you. That it's not coincidence that you're listening And it's not coincidence that you're even changing the way that you live and the way that you love based on knowing his presence is right there. So honored to do it. I have got to get a little sleep. And of course, you guys, even sick and all, (laughs) I will be chatting at you all tomorrow. You just know it. Take care. Have a great night. And I'll talk to you then.